Welcome to Savannah Alalea TV, where you learn to listen to your intuition and create a life that you can truly love. There are no gurus here because you are your own guru. And my job is simply to remind you to pay attention to that guru inside of you. If you find yourself doubting if there's a guru inside you, trust me, it's there because we've all got one. And when you learn to listen to that part of yourself, that is when the magic will happen and does happen in your life. Now, if you've read my most recent blog post, on the three R's, you will hopefully be taking some time to reflect on the process of receiving criticism. This round, we are going to flip it on its head and look at how to communicate without criticising. If this is something that interests you, then I want to give you a high five because you're in the right place. You may have heard of the best-selling book by Dale Carnegie, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Otherwise, go check it out because it is one of my favourite books. Taken in the wrong context, how to influence people sounds a little bit manipulative. Is there a magic secret that allows you to control and influence those around you? Well, if you've read the book, you'll know that the big secret is really just about being positive and genuine. Almost 100 years ago, Dale Carnegie knew that until you're sincere in your actions and communications, you are unlikely to succeed both personally and professionally. And the same holds true today. It's been long accepted that criticism is one of the least effective forms of communication when it comes to fostering change and growth in individuals. So when faced with criticism, it can be easy to often become defensive, shut down emotionally and mentally resist any potential learning or opportunities for improvement. This natural tendency to resist negative feedback is rooted in our desire to protect ourselves and maintain a positive self-image. Unfortunately, instead of positivity, it often leads to toxicity both in yourself and in your interactions with others. If you enjoy a toxic environment and what that fosters, that negativity, resentment, defensiveness that blocks you from growth and understanding and connection, then sorry, but you are in the wrong place. I am here to help you address these negative behaviours and instead cultivate positive alternatives. At this point, you might be wondering, is it even possible to voice disagreements or handle conflicts without resorting to criticism or arguments? The answer is undoubtedly yes. Research has shown that the most effective way to promote change and growth in individuals is through constructive feedback, which focuses on strengths and offers specific suggestions for improvement. Truth is crucial, but it can be conveyed gently. Constructive feedback, when delivered with kindness and empathy, helps to create an environment where people feel valued and supported, making them more receptive to new ideas and suggestions. So, I hear you asking, what can I do instead of criticising? Ah, now here is the million dollar question. So let's dive into the pool of positivity, shall we? Here are some strategies that can help you communicate more effectively while keeping the snark at bay. In a world where your words can make or break someone's day, it is crucial to be mindful of how you communicate with others. It comes back to the three R's that we mentioned in my previous blog. Under attack, how to deal with criticism without losing your cool. To remind you, the three R's are reflect, reframe and reveal. This time, in today's blog, instead of introspection, let's use those three R's to improve your communication with others. 
So the steps go like this. One, encourage reflection. Invite the other person to take a step back and assess their own actions, language or attitudes. This could involve asking open-ended questions that promote self-reflection, such as, what led you to respond in that way? Or how do you feel about what happened? The goal is to create a safe space for them to explore their emotions and their actions without fear of judgment. Remember, instead of pointing out flaws or making the other person feel defensive, you are trying to encourage growth and better understanding. Two, suggest reframing. Once the individual has reflected on their behaviour, guide them towards reframing any negative perspectives. For instance, if they still see their actions as entirely justified, gently suggest alternative viewpoints or ask how they could view the situation in a different light. So you might ask something like, was there a better course of action you could have taken? Or how might things look from an outside perspective? Three, guide the reveal. Now that we've reflected and reframed, it's time for revelation, a shared understanding and actionable steps forward. This could manifest as a heartfelt conversation or perhaps a commitment to modify certain actions. Guide this process with questions like, how do you envisage future situations like these? Or what changes might be beneficial based on our discussion? Another method is to adopt the principle of nonviolent communication. Pioneered by psychologist Marshall Rosenberg. This is a four-step processing and encourages you to express your needs honestly and empathically without blaming or criticising others. The steps include observing the situation without judgement, expressing feelings, identifying needs and then making requests. So let's say your friend turns up late to your meetings and instead of saying, you're so irresponsible, you never respect my time. Ouch, that one's harsh, right? Try something non-violent in communication and approach it slightly differently. Perhaps something like, I've noticed that you often arrive late when we meet up. That's the observation part. It makes me feel disrespected and frustrated. Those are your feelings, which are valid. I value punctuality and respect for my time. And those are your needs. Could we agree on specific times and do our best to stick to it? And there's your request. Now, that's more like it. Nonviolent communication will help you to express your feelings in a respectful way, as well as open the door for solution-focused conversations rather than a heated argument, which is very unnecessary. It emphasises empathy, understanding and a shared responsibility, making communication less about winning an argument and more about understanding each other. How great would it be if the world could do more of that? How about it just starts with you and me? However, there is a slight twist to this plot. Using the three R's or nonviolent communication only works if you are being genuine. People are very perceptive and when it comes to intentions, it could come off as manipulative or insincere if you're just going through the motions with this process. Remember Dale Carnegie's secret. And as you adopt these strategies, make sure to be sincere and genuine in your efforts to understand and truly empathise with the person in front of you. Lastly, it's important to remember that criticism often says more about the critic than the person being criticised. It reflects your own insecurities, fears and unmet needs. And instead of criticising others, you can turn inwards and ask yourself, what's really bothering me? What needs am I trying to meet through this criticism? 
this self-reflection can lead to greater self-awareness and personal growth. Remember, as I mentioned in the previous blog, negative thoughts become physically stuck in your body. These tensions build up over time and become severe pain points or thought knots as I like to call them. As you learn to speak with kindness and gentleness, you will notice your body maintains a more relaxed state and your fascia is going to thank you for it. Before I sign off, let me share a little secret with you. This journey towards kinder communication is rarely a smooth one. You might face resistance from others who have become accustomed to a certain way of communicating. It's important to note that with each individual, they are responsible for their own growth. And whilst you can encourage and guide, they need to be willing to take these steps on themselves. You might find it hard to break free from old habits and that is also perfectly normal. Just remember every step, no matter how small, brings you closer to being more effective and compassionate as a communicator. In the end, replacing criticism with kind and constructive feedback is more than just about making others feel good. It's about creating a positive, healthy environment where every single person can feel valued, heard and understood. After all, we are all travelling on this journey of life together. We may as well make the ride as pleasant as possible, enriching for everybody involved. Remember, trust your instincts. Follow your intuition because the world needs your voice and the magic it brings to us all. Jump on my mailing list and stay reminded and connected with your intuition, plus the special things that I like to drop into my emails. I look forward to chatting next time with you on Savannah Alalia TV. Take care and talk soon.